and welcome back to the Met Blue podcast. We are now on series two with more fantastic guests for you to hear from. This is the podcast which takes a look into the world that is the music industry. Be it as an artist, producer, manager or fan, we'll take a look into the changing world through interviews with some of the best up and coming talents it has to offer. Today we'll be getting to know Alyssa Palmer, an artist working to empower others to make music using their own experiences. We'll be spending the next 20 minutes chatting to Alyssa about her new single, Break Another Heart. Hello Alyssa. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, thanks. Been already a bit of a hectic day, but um, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Not bad. We're recording this on at 11 a.m. on a Thursday, and it's sort of that time where nobody wants to do anything. It's like the Wednesday blues, but a day later. Alyssa, tell us a bit about yourself. Why did you start making music? Why is music your path? Have you always wanted to take this path? Yeah, I guess um, deep down I always wanted to do music. It just took me time to build the confidence and the realization that it is actually something I want to do. Um, I've always been surrounded by music. I mean, I don't come from a musical family as such. Like I've, there's a few musical members of my family, but more like cousins and that. It's not like my household is musically inclined. Um, but yeah, I used to dance from the age of two. So obviously always had some musicality, um, always felt the music when I was dancing. But um, then when I was eight, I decided I wanted to be the next Lisa Simpson and um, got a saxophone Um, still play um, to this day obviously not as much as I used to unfortunately but it's still a thing that I love to do with music and yeah I've I'm a big fangirl at heart as well always going to concerts obviously when it's not Covid you'll always catch me at a concert even if it's by myself um oh and then I got to a point where I was just looking up on stage and I was like I wish that was me like even the big stages or even the small stages I just looked up and I was like I can imagine myself on a stage performing sure it's a scary thing but it's something I've just always dreamed of and um I started a YouTube channel when I was about 14 15 really bad quiet Shawn Mendes covers and just your typical really pop songs and I kept up with that they weren't the most amazing covers at the beginning but then I built up equipment and started doing more was building up my voice building up confidence a bit more then it was probably it took me I'm trying to think probably towards the end of year 12 so I was studying like A levels like really academic A-levels as well, nothing to do with music. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I can't go to university and study something academic. I'm done with it. Like grammar school completely drained me of it. So I was like, I was considering going to college after A-levels to pursue like either makeup or something like that. Then I realized, no, I'm just trying to look for the first creative thing I can think of. And then I actually went to a UCAS convention Mm-hmm. Um, in Birmingham and conveniently enough I saw an ACM um, stand there and spoke to Ace for a while and nice. from that moment I left that conversation I was like I need to do it I need to go to university and study music yeah. from that point all my uh, all my applications were music universities but I think my mind was set on ACM but yeah ever since then I've grown the confidence to pursue music fully but it just took a long time for me to fully realize yeah, I completely sympathise. I mean, I was going to do engineering when I, like, when I applied for uni, and then yeah. I realised that 
I was just sort of pleasing other people by going to do something academic and something yeah. uh, stable um, with less risks. But, you know, risks are what makes music fun. Music's more creative. Literally. You know, it's not just, you know, people take advantage of it. People don't understand that, you know, at the end of the day, cool, you watch Netflix. Cool, you listen to the radio. Cool, you like, you know, you listen to an audio book, but nobody quite understands the fact that there's people on the other end making those things. People take it for granted that they're just going to be there. And people yeah. don't think that, you know, that you're making money out of doing this. You're making a job out of this. You know, there's so many people who you know not just artists you know you see all these artists winning brits and stuff but you see people who do film music you see people who do you know tv it's not yeah. just it's not you know people listen to the radio on the way to work and they don't think oh yeah someone does that for a living you know people don't consider that yeah and i mean during covid times it's been amplified like think about how underfunded we've been as a sector and how we've been talked down upon, been told that like we are aren't important in the grand scheme of things. But w- when COVID isn't a thing, we do bring in probably the largest amount yeah, of money for, for sure. the economy. Economy, and like you said, like especially now when you're stuck in your homes, what are you going to do? You're going to play a video game that's designed by someone, or the music's created by someone, exactly. or like you said, radio, watching YouTube videos, like all sorts, like. we are consumed now more than ever with the arts and I think people need to realize and respect that yeah for sure I've got people close to me who you know they always thought academia was the way to go having a stable job was the way to go but now it's almost like because I've sort of shown them that you can now do this as a career you know I've always been able to do this as a career people it's just got you know it's been such a risk to do it for some like people who are considering this as a job they thought it's quite risky um and I've shown people that you know that I know who work office jobs and things of that sort of nature that now there's all these different careers you can take out of it and on a regular basis they're all saying to me oh my god did you hear that like soundtrack did you hear this on the radio um I wonder who does that for a living I wonder who that person is and now they're all actively researching which I think is brilliant yeah I think that's absolutely amazing and you just made me think because um you said how you were encouraged to do an academic job. I, I remember for the longest time I told myself, oh, I'll be a pediatrician, like working with children. But then I was like, because I thought, oh, I don't want to be a full on doctor, but medicine and helping people in that sense is the way to go. That's what I'm encouraged to do. Like, thankfully, my family's never been like that. It's more the school I went to. I chose to go mm-hmm. to that school, which I guess I kind of shot myself in the foot, but can't go back now. But anyway, yeah, I, I, I decided I wanted to be a pediatrician. Then I was like, wait, no, what if I have to deal with like, people dying and then I was like oh then I can be a midwife that's still working in that sector that's still academic I'll still have to go to uni to study then I was like oh god what about all the bad sides that come with that and I was like did I even want to do that in the first place answer was no definitely not I didn't Mm -hmm. even want to study half of this stuff I was completely drained of it I I like learning for the sake of enjoying learning like I still tutor and stuff at the moment but I just think I completely lost my love of learning from school, but then it made me fight for what I want to do even more, which is music. Yeah, for sure. So speaking of music, obviously, because we're on a music podcast, what do you enjoy most about being a singer? What is like the epitome of being a singer? Why do you enjoy it so much? Because I'm a singer and, you know, lockdown's done complete nothing for me. All my motivation's (laughs) gone to zero, unlike a lot of people who've been absolutely smashing it. But what do you enjoy most about being a singer and what has lockdown brought to you as a singer? 
first of all, before we move on to it, don't talk yourself down with it because <laughs> you, you have been so motivated that I like I know it's slightly going off tangent with it, but I think everyone needs to hear this. You need to credit yourself more than you are. Like like I do it to myself some days. I'll tell myself that like, oh, I haven't done enough today. But in reality, I'm like, I've done more than maybe what someone else has done who just woke up and watched TV all day. Like you're on here recording a podcast now. That's more than what some people are going to do. You've set up something yourself. There's other people that might just wake up and exercise for the first time in like three weeks and that's something for them like you need to I think you've actually highlighted a valid point that people need to give themselves more credit during these times because we aren't in normal times I feel like I feel like we all have those days where we wake up and we're like yeah I'm a badass I can I can rule live I can do this and then other days we're all like no no Netflix Netflix is my one and true love today (laughs) but that's okay so yeah, I know I've slightly gone off tangent with that question, but I think it is a point that everyone needs to hear during these times. You need sure. to give yourself more credit. But linked with the question that you um, just said about what I enjoy about music the most, it's such a broad thing. Like, there's so many things I love about it, and I'm finding new loves with it every single day. Like, I'm meeting amazing people. Um, like, for example, I'm not just a singer. I do a lot of songwriting as well. Um, and I'm building a nice community of um, songwriters that I'm um, having sessions with. And like, it's ranging from people who have never had a session with people to people who have been in the industry for years. And I love working with that variety of people, hoping that me at the middle point would inspire people who are just starting, but then gaining all that extra knowledge from people that are so much further ahead of me. But then as well I love like my community I've built it may be small but um because of the covers that I used to do I have like uh, I hate the word like fans like I I literally if anyone says they support me or they're my fan I message them straight away and become friends with them so my friends now yeah um, I've got friends in like Australia I've got people that I know all over Europe and everything and it's not a huge community but that group of friends that I've made because they found my covers or they found my music and stuff like they mean the absolute world to me and it just blows my mind that like I'm able to build these new connections and new friendships because I decided to sing yeah for sure yeah singing's like you know I so there's this new cafe from where I live and I walked in the other day because there's massive hype about them they're called the vibes cafe by the way okay uh, very Instagrammable, quite quite an aesthetic mm. cafe. Um, and I walked in and I was like, hi guys, like, no, just being really chatty. And they're in a band. And it's just mad because like you make contacts in the most unknown places, oh, yeah. don't you? you know, a million percent. You know, some people. So I was buying a train ticket yesterday and it's just funny, isn't it? I was saying to, saying to people close to me that you turn around in the most random situations and you know like there's always going to be that one person who's, you know, just walks past you and is acting a bit off or is a bit mad or whatever. And for some reason, you and a stranger, your instinct is to look at each other and you don't know oh, why. Literally. But like, you could be on the tube and you could just turn and look at each other and you'll just be like, mm, I oh, don't the know. Tu- the tube is a completely different environment. Like everyone interacts just with eye contact, especially since masks. Like you'll just have a whole conversation just by different eye movements. Like yeah. it's crazy. But it's interesting you brought up the point like that you meet people in the most random situations. It makes me think back... Um, so me and my boyfriend had to move out of student accommodation for some complications. Um, thankfully, it's all getting sorted now, but we had to put our stuff into storage. And he went to go and make sure that um, everything went into storage okay. And he was lovely to the guy. Turns out that 
um, the guy saw that he had guitars and was like, oh, wait, you do music. And this guy that was working at this storage facility that he just by chance went to was a musician and they connected. So it's just interesting that you can try so hard to network, but it's always in the least suspecting places that it's going to happen. Exactly. Anyway, back on topic, because we've completely gone off on a tangent. Um, I think it's okay. I I think it's all right. I mean, it's all kind of relevant. I mean, um, I mean, (laughs) I mean, so basically we're here talking to Alyssa because she's got a new single coming out on the 9th of April. I do. So what's the concept behind your new single? Okay, so I wanted to keep it quite lighthearted and fun for the first one. Like anyone who knows me and knows what my aims are with music, they will know that I do tend, I do want to make more empowering tunes about like overcoming bullying or dealing with anxiety or um, issues that I faced in my life. Um, but I just thought as a nice introduction for people to get to know me properly, understand what my sound is, and then I can drop all the deeper topics on people Mm -hmm. um it's essentially a song about going into a club meeting a guy and wanting a one-night stand with them basically and like but well not exactly a one-night stand like as soon as the night's over in the club you want to just leave and pretend nothing ever happened but not in like a bad way just like you want that ability (laughs) to like I don't know how to explain it like it's not like because I think there's a stigma around like women and even men in some cases like saying that women just want to sleep around or women just want to get with guys same with men in my opinion as well like there's some men that like are the sweetest guy people ever and they just want to hang out in the club like obviously you do get the creepy people that completely ruin it for everyone but (laughs) I wanted like a a song that showed that like you can be free you don't have to be tied down to people you don't have to like um it's like you if you want to have fun and you want to spend the night with someone, that's perfectly fine. If you don't want to see them the next day, that's perfectly fine. Like, I just wanted a lighthearted song that would highlight that, basically. Yeah, people need to understand that there is a f- there, there should be a freedom around that. Mm. No matter how you identify, no matter what gender you are, there should be the freedom to do those kind of things. You know, obviously it's, you know, can't really do that now because of COVID, because, it's yeah. a, you know, that's being a pain in the ass, but... I think there should be less of a stigma about it. I mean, coming off the things that have been in the news recently, mm. I think there is a lot more awareness now yeah. about, you know, equality. Yeah. Not just as in the pender, the, like the pender, oh my days, the gender pay gap, yeah. not just the gender pay gap, but also ideals. I know it's going to be a long time coming before everyone's ideals have changed and that we are all truly equal because there, you know, Emma Watson once said there is no country in the world that can truly say they have gained complete equality. Yeah. But I think we are getting there very slowly, you know. Yeah. I mean it has been a long time. I mean we have been, you know, not just women but LGBTQ+, you know, community, we've all been fighting for just yeah. the basic right of equality. And I think things like as basic as, you know, wanting to go out to a club, find someone and then that be it. Yeah. I know Tinder's allowed a lot of people to do that now, um, which is actually quite groundbreaking. I don't think people give Tinder enough um, credit. Yeah. I don't think that people give them enough credit. Um, Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I was going to say as well, when I say about like, you should be free to sleep around, you should be free to do whatever you want, obviously with the other person being like having knowledge of that like obviously 
there's a difference between say if we take a male men for example there's a difference between telling a woman that you just want a one-night stand and then leave it be or a man leading on a woman or same with women leading on men like if you're leading them on I'm not saying that's okay like it's not about the song isn't about like me leading someone on and then being like okay bye it's about like having a mutual interaction exactly and now this isn't us like bashing men this is you know we're not bashing men feminism isn't about bashing men it's about asking for equality it's it's far from it I think feminism in um, particular Feminine. obviously there's some people that have skewed the meaning of it in my opinion in recent years just because there's some people I do tend to think bash men to bring up women which isn't okay and true feminists will not do that no in my opinion but I think we as a good feminist we have to recognize the inequality on both sides and make sure that we are level like there are still issues that men face there are some things that women might still do sometimes without realizing that can be harmful towards men Mm -hmm. and I think if we all recognize that obviously um that us recognizing men's issues as well isn't going to take away from women's issues no for sure and I think it's just the you know depending on what wave of feminism you identify Mm. with is but you know there are is it three waves of feminism I'm I believe it's three. I'm Maybe there's a fourth sure. now. Who knows? I have no clue how it all works. <laughs> um, but it very much depends on what wave you identify with. But, you know, with feminism, if you're... If you believe in true equality, that's feminism to me. Yeah, That's what feminism is. is. I know there's some people that like to bash men. And this is completely off topic, I know. But I feel like it's quite important for us to talk about this. Like, considering Honestly. the news. Honestly, talk about whatever. I think even if we end up going over the time genuinely, like it's perfectly fine it's not like it's going to cut out so just I mean bouncing off of that how do we how do you think the industry is gonna you know reply to this do you think there's gonna be more equality across the industry I watched a documentary the other day about how women are treated within the industry at like the top levels not only just as artists um, but at top levels for example there was a female singer who's in a metal band and she wasn't allowed to play at one of her gigs because they didn't believe she was the singer she wasn't allowed in the doors wow but she she said this is my gig my face is on that poster and the security guard just didn't believe her and didn't let her in that that's um that is really strange i mean i don't know it's going to be a very hard debate i think we still have some issues in in my opinion i'm not like bashing anyone but i think with the way sometimes that we are fighting for equality it some people will be setting us back in the process just with the way they're going about it like um for example um thinking of the protests am i right in thinking that that bristol protest recently Mm -hmm. was to do supposedly with women's equality supposedly i mean it's it's a fine line isn't it because there's the protest of people just wanting to raise awareness and you know that that bill that's going through the government people aren't very happy about that which you know it is just a human right to be able to oh that is that is a bad one in my that's like a whole other issue but (laughs) the bristol protests it's it's a fine line because people want to you know people want to protest and they want to you know hold up their opinion but then there's just people who want to make trouble Oh, literally, who, and they who, ruin the name. Who will pretend? Who will pretend to believe in whatever, whatever the protest is about? Or maybe mm. they do believe what the protest is about, but they just take it a little bit too far. I, I remember seeing an image of like was there a police car burning down or something? Like a police yeah. car. Like I think 
obviously I think there's issues on both sides and whoever does that I don't think they're true feminists in my opinion I think if you're bringing down other people or van vandalizing in that se- um severe sense that that car like that van for example could have blown up it could have injured people for example like, yeah for sure I think there's certain ways to go about it I think the way that most people handled the ones in London was perfectly acceptable people were respectful they were laying flowers they were paying their respects they were mm-hmm. generally being really good with it and I think that is the way we should be and I think if more people are like that we are going to eventually see this equality that we're looking for like still standing up for your beliefs without being violent about it but I think these few people that are ruining it for everyone is going to hold us back a bit but in terms of the music industry I think the music industry out of everything they are listening the most I think government's going to be the issue but music in like the big people in the music industry they will listen I'm not sure when this became a political podcast but in terms of music I feel like you know, music's a funny one because I've had more troubles with the gen- general public as being like a musician or a sound tech or whoever, mm. whatever I'm doing. I've had more troubles with the general public than the people I'm working with so far. Um, and, you know, and I'm only 20, you know, I've still yeah. got a lot to do. I've still got a way, a way to go with things. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like the people in the creative industries are a lot more understanding sometimes. Oh, a million percent, like everyone i don't know whether um there was a masterclass um yesterday i don't know whether you attended it no um, I didn't. <laughs> oh it was really interesting we weren't allowed to record it but i think acm students again it soon um but it was with um i think the vice chair president chair president or whatever it's called of um atlantic <laughs> sorry i'm really bad with technical <laughs> names and labels yeah. but the person high up basically in atlantic yeah. records uk and he was saying that like say the three main people in like the big positions in the UK label I think were two black men and one woman and that was really interesting to me because Mm. obviously he was like obviously it didn't happen on purpose they didn't purposely go oh we need more equality so we're going to find more black people and we're going to find more women but it does show that equality is starting to happen that women are starting to rise it's diversity yeah literally I mean okay so I didn't mean for this to turn to a political podcast, but here we are. Oh. <laughs> but, Honestly, wherever it goes, it goes. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't I don't know about other industries. I'm not a part of other industries. I'm just part of the creative industries. Yeah. I'm not an engineer. I'm not an accountant. I don't work for the government or anything like yeah. that. You know, I'm not even I'm not even an artist. Like I don't make art as in actual art, not yeah. as in music, if that music. makes sense. Yep. <laughs> you know, I don't know what the situation is in those, but I can only speak for the creative industry as a music yeah. and in film interest, you know, that things are slowly getting better um, in terms of our industries. I think yeah. everyone has a responsibility no matter where they are in life, even if they can't identify with a certain, you know, specific area. I think everyone has just that, you know, responsibility upon themselves to research things and you know if if your opinion is that men are superior than women fine but please don't bash people with it the same way we will you know we try our best not to bash people with feminism but we will talk about it when necessary anyway we're gonna move away from politics (laughs) no worries no worries on to another topic what is the best advice you have been given i need to stop being a yes person and stop being too nice yeah, I feel that. And I, I've been like, I've been taken advantage of in the industry in terms of like, 
um i'll say oh yes i can do this oh yes i can do that and then i'll like people will just think that i can be pushed around we can delay things things mm. like um because i don't stand my ground and i'm not stern with what i do at times it means that releases have been pushed back multiple times other things have happened um i even did an internship where i got completely screwed over and this person who um i won't obviously name it the mm-hmm. company but the person yep. who ended it like they were horrible to me in the oh. end of it they i don't know whether i like obviously i don't think we can swear on here but they literally had some expletives that they said as i left okay. and called me really rude well, but, uh, professional <laughs> oh it was horrible and they weren't even paying me and to basically say that he was doing me a favor oh, it made God, me that was the moment that i was like oh wow like I'm literally the yes person that will do anything anyone yeah. says and just go along with it even if I'm not getting paid or even if it means that it delays my releases and I literally had people have to literally tell me like you're too nice stop being nice to people and I'm like what do you mean like if you're nice you get stuff back and they're like no if you're nice all the time you'll get taken advantage of and it's it's true I think since I've stood my ground a bit more and I think there's a difference between being bossy and standing your ground but I think since I've stood my ground a bit more I've actually received things I need I mean look now I'm actually releasing music again after exactly. over a year so I mean it's all about building boundaries I just finished um women do pretty by Florence Given fantastic yeah. woman by the way definitely would recommend you look at her Instagram but yeah. I, I yeah I read this book and it was you know I took a lot from it but the biggest yeah. thing I took from it was about building boundaries which is something I hadn't you know it's something I have done you know I've learned to build boundaries but this book really instilled with me like I really need to sort of start setting myself boundaries so like yeah. I completely like just sat down and wrote down everything where I was like okay where are my weaknesses where am I where do I feel like I'm not getting enough out of things and I just wrote down where I need to draw that line and where I need to be yeah. self-disciplined enough to say do you know what no I'm not doing it no it's not it's not for me or like even if it's just a simple thing of building boundaries of you know friends who are like hey do you want to meet up and I'm like well there's covid so no oh (laughs) literally same that's been the worst time at the moment yeah it's as simple as that I mean I mean I live in Dorset it's the countryside all my friends have gone off to cities to study so I haven't had too much of an issue with it but you know it's just you know you've just got to build your boundaries and say "Mm, nah you're good thanks yeah literally and knowing your self-worth as well like I for the longest time didn't realize what I'm capable of I taught myself down all the time like I mentioned earlier how you taught yourself down saying that you're not doing enough like I was doing that for the longest time and it it just made my anxiety so bad because I expected so much from myself when I was already delivering probably more than a lot of people have in my opinion like with work with music with everything else like I've been piling so much on top of myself but now I have to wake up every day and go you've done this this this, and this that's impressive and like I need to tell myself that like I can sing I'm a good songwriter I'm a good I'm understanding the music business well like I need to give myself credit for what I do and I I think the moment that you start doing that you become so much happier in the work that you do Mm. I completely identify with that because I've got better I used to put myself down a lot And Mm. I've got better at doing things like that. So even if it's, you know, some days where I'm like, you know, not in the mental headspace to be like, you've got this, you're great. You know, stop bullying yourself. You know, in those days, I just write a to-do list of literally all the little things. Like I got out of bed, tick. I 
did my did my skincare mm. tick you know it makes me feel good because I've seen what I've done it's just like you know everyone's got their own like different progression mm. and different abilities of like making themselves feel this way and I feel like everyone needs to sort of develop that especially like you know we're yeah. still in COVID there's still time to do it you know there's still time for hot girl summer hot person summer we're all we're yeah. all people you know it's all you know everyone's got that chance to still you know if you still feel like you're not in a great place I feel like you know there's still people around there's always gonna be people around you that are always willing yeah. to help I think I'll also say one more piece of advice linked with that um there's um so many people especially I think there is a culture of it at ACM at least at my campus where people will only like they compare themselves to others way too much and they'll be like this person's got this opportunity and this person's got this and that person's got that and I don't think they realize that the way you progress in the industry is starting conversations talking to Mm -hmm. people turning up to your lectures Mm -hmm. like um doing whatever you can to go above and beyond like the opportunities that I get I wasn't handed them on a on a plate I literally turned up to my lectures even if sometimes I've been the only one turning up they just yeah. be class of me sometimes which is great for me it means I learn more but obviously I just think if you compare yourselves to others and you don't recognize what they've done to get to that point mm-hmm. one you're bringing other people down for no reason and two you're going to bring yourself down because you're going to think that that it's unfair and you don't deserve this and you don't deserve that but you need to realize you're on your own track recognize what you need to do to progress and do what you need to do to progress mm-hmm. but don't compare your, yourself to other people that are doing something different in the process for sure what is a useless skill you have we've all got that useless skill that's like oh i'll use that at a party one day you know my mom can hypnotize a lobster i've mentioned it before she can hypnotize a lobster Wait. and make it do a headstand yeah i've never witnessed uh-huh. this but apparently she can do that so you know everyone's got that weird party trick you can do what sorry i'm just course? mind blown by that one hypnotize yeah i I'll make a video of it one day and I'm sure I'll post it on Metropolis so everyone can believe it. But yeah, my mum used to work in a fish restaurant and apparently that was the best way to end their uh, life. So wow. there we go. <laughs> um, anyway. Okay, um, I, don't, I don't think I can top that, I must admit. Um, I'm trying to think of a useless skill. I mean, most of the stuff that my skills, I guess, apply to my life so I never find them useless. But I guess like, if we want to talk about party tricks, I have a um, double jointed thumb. Nice. I mean, obviously they can't see it right now, but it um, bends weirdly. It normally creeps people out. I don't know how. It literally just bends a little bit more than normal. Like I can, I don't know whether you can see like it just, oh, literally, wow. it's not even yeah. bad. It's not even bad. No. But no, um, that's probably my party trick that people go, ew, even though I, it, it's not disgusting. I mean, I think people I mean, yeah, I mean, last series we had a Dora on, and um, one of them could do like a funny thing with their tongue. So I feel like right now everyone can do random stuff with their body parts. Which, um, anyway, moving on from that really awkward note. No worries. <laughs> In the last week, what is your favorite song you've listened to? Ooh, I don't know about last week. Can can I extend it a slightest bit and yeah, say within anything, the past any, month? What's your like? What's the favorite thing you've listened to recently? Um. Let's say album instead. Um, I don't know whether you... Okay, I don't know if anyone listens to Madison Beer, but she's, in all honesty, one of my favourite musicians. She's come a long way in the industry. Like, she's got to a point where she used to be made a meme for singing because 
she was a little bit off with things she couldn't riff properly but was trying too hard like since she's let go in the industry and realize like and making stuff that she wants to make rather than feeding into the demands of the industry mm-hmm. she's done so much better and this album that she's got I like some people have slandered it they say she's an Ariana Grande wannabe I don't hear a single bit of Ariana Grande in it they say she's a Billie Eilish wannabe just because it's slightly different production on a couple of songs doesn't mean it's Billie Eilish I mean can I just put in a point that we're all wannabes let's be honest we all want to be in the industry literally we've all got that one inspiration where we're like I I just want to I just want to be them I'd, I'd really like that literally. you know we're all wannabes but we're all individuals as well and I feel mm-hmm. like calling people a wannabe is a bit much yeah that was completely I- contradictory I completely understand how contradictory that whole sentence was but like I understand what you're trying to say though <laughs> Yeah, I, I completely understand but my point is she's been in the industry since she was like 13 she got discovered by Justin Bieber then um, so Scooter Braun took her on then she got completely dropped by that side and had to build her way up again and she was with AWOL for a while um, I realised that more recently when she got dropped by a label she signed again, releasing music again doing amazing but this album and she did like a live recorded gig as well, it was amazing and people can slay to rule that she wants but her voice has come so far she helps write her music she um you can hear the emotion in her voice like Mm -hmm. I was playing I played the album in the car the other day and my dad normally like knocks half of the artists that I listen to because I do go for like generic pop and I go for like things that he wouldn't like but I put it on thinking oh he might not like it and he was like I really like her like she you can hear the realness in her voice the rawness mm-hmm. um and I'd say like she is quite pop but she has a lot of influences like darker production at times and things like that so if you haven't heard Madison Beer yet listen to her new album live support she's worked on it for ages and it's inspired me so much I mean my dad's favorite singer is either you know Taylor Swift oh wow or um, Led Zeppelin. So yeah, there's no in between. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of the podcast. You can find Alyssa's new single, Break Another Heart, on the 9th of April on all major platforms. So what's coming up next? What are we working on next? We are going to be interviewing all sorts of people from the industry, from Parallel Lines director John Dunn to Ben's Records of Guildford. You can find us in the next few weeks interviewing anyone. Hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I'll see you all next time. Bye.